Hey there, it's me, your money. And welcome to Tandia Talks Money. They say money talks, and it is true, I do. And I also like to work hard. They say it builds character, but it also builds TFSAs and RRSPs, which is why every week Tandia will share new ideas, tips, and wisdom from Tandia's finest to help you get to where you want to go. You know, with a little help from me, of course. Like, who else? Is it just me? Or do the months September to December always seem to fly by? We just like have the anticipation that like time is just going to stand still come January, February, March. I cannot believe we are approaching December. How is that possible? I just blinked and it's here. And we're in the last episode of November. And we are wrapping up Financial Literacy Month. Maybe this is my theory. Maybe these months go by so fast because we're trying to like hold on to summer and September. I mean, October is just filled with fall fun and turkey and spooky delights. We can skip to December and like full of chocolate treats, candy canes, holiday cheer. But November, like not much goes on other than maybe some like an anticipated stress of the snow in the holiday season. And it's dark at like four o'clock. But really, we need to stop and think November is a good opportunity to stop, reflect, and plan for the future and set some intentions, especially surrounding our finances. And I think we've done just that with being able to focus on some core financial subjects this month in honor of financial literacy. So we all know money touches every aspect of our lives. We deal with it every day some form or another, directly or indirectly. Yet, for so many of us, money still remains such an elusive topic. There is still so much fear and stigma when talking about money. Why do we actually feel this way? It is ultimately how we process decisions. We've been down that road of denial is bliss, and it's easier for us to just continue with this status quo than to unpack what we really need to know and to shift to a proactive mindset. Because let's face it, it's easier to live in the moment, you know, spend less time thinking about our finances, like enjoy spending money and time on people, on things and live for the moments that, you know, spark joy. Do people still say that? I have a hard time. Like, I, I totally get that concept, like spark joy as I sit in my closet recording this and I'm looking at all the things that I think, yeah, that's not really sparking joy. But like, what if it sparks joy in six months from now? Like, maybe I need to keep it. Am I the only one that does that? Anyways, let's get back to money. What we often don't consider is when we're living in the moment and we're spending all this money and it's great, but we are avoiding money decisions. Because when we avoid thinking proactively about our finances, ultimately what we're really doing is discounting our future selves. Like we're saying like, hey, future you, I'm going to make poor choices today, but live in the moment, but you might be screwed later. So as we wrap up Financial Literacy Month, we want to continue to support financial education and empowerment and continue to provide a resource such as this podcast to help you improve your financial picture to make better financial decisions today that will help you live in the moment, but also help your future self. Now, you may think financial literacy is just all about the acquisition of financial knowledge, but 
that's really just the starting point. That's where it begins. And just like anything you do, you want to take these learnings and put them into action. You want to build the confidence and develop the skills such as the budgeting, the goal setting, the planning for retirement, for purchasing a home, saving for children's education, because all of this and everything that we're talking about helps enable us to manage our financial well-being and participate fully in society without thinking denial is bliss. So this week's episode, we're going to focus on consumers. So you knowing your financial rights and responsibilities. And you're probably thinking like, what? What does that have to do with denial is bliss? Well, it's important for you to know your rights and responsibilities because this is what is going to help you to guide you to make better financial decisions every day that will allow you to spark joy in the moment, but also help your future self. Now, I bet you've never thought of it this way because we, you know, we just move through life and we need to do the things we need to do because usually, you know, it's our parents, especially when it comes to our bank account. They probably brought us and opened our first account and we've had it forever. And we've moved from like a student account to regular checking account and never really maybe paused to think that almost every banking or monetary interaction you have comes with a set of rights and responsibilities for yourself and your financial institutions. Ultimately, anytime you open a bank account or sign up for a new credit card or take out a loan, you are entering into a contract. And if you know and understand your rights, it's easier to avoid the costly surprises and to reach your financial goals. It's important to remember that just as your bank should communicate what your rights are, you also have a responsibility to inform yourself of any fees, rates, terms, penalties that are linked to the financial services and products that you have. So, today we are going to review some rights and responsibilities and share just a few tips to help you understand and exercise your financial rights. So let's review some kind of basic banking rights and responsibilities. So you do have a right to open a personal bank account and cannot be turned away. If you are unemployed, unable to deposit money in the account immediately, or if you've been bankrupt. Now, with this statement, there could be restrictions implemented on the account. So you have the right to have a personal bank account, but there could be restrictions attached to it. You have a responsibility to provide sufficient ID to the financial institution and your SIN if you are opening an account that earns interest. Now, you don't have to give your SIN if you are just open up an account that is not yielding interest. But if you are In the position of yielding interest, you do require to give your SIN number. You have the right to receive a copy of your account agreement within seven days from opening your account, including information on the interest rate, if applicable, and how interest earned on the account is calculated. Now, you might be thinking like, I've never received that. Like, you probably did. You probably got that fancy package that's full of like the welcome and look at all the things that we're going to do for you. It is in there. And your personal banker probably showed it to you and said, this is what it is. And you probably went home and you tossed it on your counter. And then from the counter, it made it into like a drawer. And then in that drawer, it just kind of sat there until you needed to go log on to your online banking. And you're like, oh my God, what's my account number? Then you went back to it. So the information is in there and it's just kind of the responsibility is on you to review what is included in that package. Now, you do have the right to receive 30 days of notice regarding any increases to fees and or new charges on the account. You also have the right to withdraw the first $100 from any check you deposit unless 
your account is less than three months old, the check has been endorsed more than once, the check is deposited more than six months from its date, the check is not in Canadian dollars, the check was issued from an account situated outside of Canada, or the financial institution has reasonable grounds to believe that illegal or fraudulent activity has taken place. Right? That's pretty fair. Next point, you, you, you are responsible for protecting your personal information when banking online, such as keeping confidential your debit and credit card information, user IDs, password, and PIN numbers. So, you know, we're going to play the like, la, 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 like as financial institutions when you are the one that decides to share that information. Next up, let's talk about hidden fees. Hidden fees. Okay, so there really aren't any. It is up to your financial institution to be upfront with all costs associated when you open a new account. Again, probably in that packet that might be in the bottom of that drawer. What is important is that you need to make sure that you understand what rates, terms, and penalties come along with the service or product. Now, a positive financial habit to put in place is to review your transaction fees regularly. And as your financial situation changes, you you might be better served with a different kind of account. But you won't know this unless you are monitoring your accounts. There might be times where you think, oh my God, I'm paying so much in fees. Like nobody told me about this stuff. Well, they probably did. And you're probably like have like 14 accounts transactions that you're allowed to do in the month and you're probably doing like maybe 45. I don't know, but there could be reasons why you're being charged these things and perhaps it's a point where you need to stop, reflect and review and you need to be the one that knows kind of what transactions you're looking to do, what transactions you're looking to kind of manage and are you going over per month or is there maybe an issue with the account. So That is on you to make sure you are aware of kind of what rates, terms, and penalties come along with the accounts that you're in. Now, changes. Changes must be communicated. As a consumer, you have the right to be informed anytime your fees and or charges change. Now, they can make you aware of these changes electronically, so be sure to read the pieces of mail that you get or the emails you receive from the financial institution carefully because there could be information in there about a change in fees. So that's kind of like the basic banking side without going too far down the rabbit hole. So let's flip it a little bit and let's quickly chat about some rights and responsibilities when it comes to the lending side of things. So when it comes to credit cards and loans, you have a right to receive a statement each month detailing items like your account balance and transactions, interest charged, and maximum and remaining credit limit. If you are a joint borrower, if you have a joint borrower on credit cards, you have the right to receive the same statements as the borrowers. You are responsible for reviewing your loan and or credit card agreement to understand the terms and conditions of the loan and of the use of the credit card. So again, probably in that packet. So go back and review that because you are the one responsible to know that and be aware of what these are. You are responsible for paying the minimum payment calculated on your credit card statement by the due date if you cannot pay your balance off in full. We encourage you to pay more than your minimum payment, but your minimum payment is what you are required to pay. Co-borrowers, 
a tongue twister, on the same credit account are responsible for the full balance owing on the account. So if you have gone on and been a co-borrower for somebody and that person is not paying, you as the co-borrower are responsible to pay that balance. So even if it's not yours and you went on to help somebody out, which is very great of you to do, you just need to understand the implications that go along with that. You are responsible for immediately notifying the credit card company if you lose your card and or are a victim of fraud. And you have the right to an investigation of a disputed or unauthorized transaction on your card. So don't worry if you are. It happens all the time. But you are the one responsible. So that is one thing that you should do right away. If your credit cards were stolen or you noticed something off on your credit card, you need to be the one to call and report it. It is ultimately on you to be aware of your own financial situation. And so many of us, you know, rely on the internet banking and paperless billing that sometimes it is very easy to miss a statement or a bill or pay a bill a little late. But make sure you're checking all of your statements carefully so you can let your financial institution know immediately if there's something not right. Or you can be in the know and be aware of what's happening on your statements, right? Like we go back to that account, like maybe you're paying these fees and you think they're hidden fees, but really it was communicated to you because you're not utilizing the account or the product in the manner that it was set up to be. And maybe it's time to review and adjust what accounts that you're in. At the end of the day, we are here to share this knowledge each week because we want you to be the sharpest tool in the shed. That was shed. My voice is kind of cracky today. But you need to start putting the knowledge into practice. Be your own advocate. Ultimately, we believe the power of financial literacy and how by having an understanding of your financial picture helps to empower you to make better financial decisions and have a positive relationship with money. Because you'll never know if you don't go. Oh, you'll never shine if you don't glow. Oh, hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play Hey now, you're a rock star, get the show on, get paid, and all that glitters is gold, only, only, like, but tell me that song doesn't remind you of Shrek. Like, it reminds you of Shrek. It might also remind you of that TikTok trend. I don't even know if it's still a trend, but like, you know, it was like somebody, and then like somebody gets nailed in the face with a ball, or somebody trips up their doorstep. And it's captured on their ring camera. No, that was just my friend. It was a really funny TikTok, though, that she made. So it's a great tool. Smash Mouth is great. But you are the all-star. You have the power of being able to be in control of your financial picture. And we want you to be in control of your financial picture because we want you to recognize your worth and help you enjoy life to its fullest and have the experiences you've always wanted to do. We want you to have the experiences that spark joy. Know that we are here for you. We are your banking BFFs. We encourage you to get in touch with us at any time or with your own banking BFFs, whether it's just a question about their business or our business or a comment on how we might be able to answer a burning financial question for you. After all at Tandia, your voice is the most important one. Thank you so much for tuning in and we hope you found value today and this month and this year through this podcast. We are on all the social channels, so please snap a photo of this podcast, tag us, rate us, and share it on your channel so we can help get the word out. Don't forget, you can always, always, always connect with us at Tandia.com. Catch you soon.
Thanks for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I feel smarter already. Remember, Tandia is here to help. If you found this podcast helpful, please let us know. Got feedback? Want to learn more? Just head to Tandia.com. Tandia, as unique as you. Thank you.